so totally looking forward to filled with facts and trivia that you never thought you needed until now the things that you stay up at night dreaming about we're about to talk about them well or we might just talk about some movies um drew now i recommended you a movie this week called the book of eli now I remember when this movie came out, I was like, I know it got some rave reviews in theaters, and Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, I mean, I don't know if I want to go see it. And so, I'll be honest, I didn't see it. And I'm sure there was a lot of people like me who were just kind of like, meh. Or even worse, which this happened to me, and I think it caused that meh feeling to me. I had it spoiled what the ending was Mm. and so it was like the whole impact of that ending was like no big deal Hmm. you know what I mean and so and and I guess that happens with a lot of movies have you ever been spoiled on any movies um yes yes I was uh it was right when The Force Awakens came out Mm -hmm. and um I was going down a reddit thread and someone had written this long post, like a paragraph long. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of the post, it said, read each letter, read the first letter of each line. And so I, I was like, huh? I went back up and it spat out, Han Solo dies. And I was like, crap. crap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I've been spoiled. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, such a good troll. But Freaking Reddit. <laughs> Freaking Reddit. <laughs> It's the butthole of the internet. <laughs> parts of it are, definitely. Yeah, true, for sure. Definite parts. Um, I, but, love, I love my Reddit, but... Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I've been spoiled before. Um, it's not fun. But, um, but what I did like about The Book of Eli is... So when I saw the movie, I saw it in theaters, so I, I wasn't spoiled by it. Like, I saw it when it first came out. Uh the rewatch knowing that he his condition can we say spoilers on here are yeah, we assuming yeah. that the people have watched it with us yes okay. i think that's what we decided last season spoilers all right knowing that he's blind the rewatch <gasps> is pretty cool he's blind yes the rewatch is pretty cool knowing that he's blind so i saw the movie like two or three times Basically, when it first came out. In theaters? No, no, no. In theaters, and then when it came out on DVD, I watched it I was about to say, there's only been a few movies in my life I've gone and seen multiple times in theaters. I think there's only been two movies that I've seen in theaters. Can I I pick one? Sure. Because I bet it's one like me. Cheaper by the dozen. No. Uh, I saw that like four or five times in theaters. Wow. So, I saw it once with my family. And then I had a friend group who wanted to go see it. And I was just like, whatever, okay. I don't want to be the odd man out. So I went and saw it with them. My church had a lockout. And we went and saw it at midnight. I fell asleep halfway through. Uh, 
I'm sure. I think there was another random reason I had to go see it again. Mm. Mm. I um, the two movies I've seen in theaters twice were Avatar. That was like during the 3D movie thing, like it first came out. So I saw it twice, and then um, the other one was The Hateful Eight. I saw that in theaters twice. Not a fan of Avatar, by the way. But you did like The Hateful Eight. I do like The Hateful Eight. I'll give you that much. All right, Drew. Well, tell me all about uh, Book of Eli. Okay, so the book. uh, So the Book of Eli. You have this guy. It takes place in the year 2043. It's like post-apocalyptic. You don't really know what happened. You imply It's implied that it's like nuclear war happened, essentially. Yeah. It's implied. Mm-hmm. They don't flat out say it, but there's this, there's this other blind character that's not Eli, and he had asked her, how was was she blind before the, the big flash? I think that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. So it was probably a nuclear detonation that you know, happen, I would imagine. But anyways, you have Eli. He is a wanderer. He's heading west. But he's just like a, he's a nomad. Like, he doesn't stick around any place for too long. He's a survivor. Um, he has a, he has in possession one of the few Bibles remaining after the, um, after the war, I guess, or after the That's apocalypse. Huh? That's a spoiler. You said we can discuss spoilers. I know, but you're supposed to be like a random book that we don't know about. <laughs> they don't reveal it's the Bible until he literally gets to the end, do they? No. I didn't think so. No, they didn't. And it's, then it's opened up and it's like, it's it, all it's in braille. braille. That would be like done, a spoiler. Done, done, I think it's pretty clear that it's a Bible. I didn't know that. Because there's also a cross well, on the front well, of the book. Well, I knew it because it was spoiled to me, but yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think, it no. wasn't overtly said. Well, the bad guy, Gary Oldman, I think his name was like Carnegie, the whole time he even said he's looking for the Bible, oh, which is why they that. sent his guys after Eli. So no, so that's not a spoiler. Um, the spoiler is that it's in Braille and Eli's blind. But uh, okay, so he's carrying a Bible with him, and it's one of the last ones mm-hmm. in existence so to say. That's a hard thing to quantify. Like, you know, they're like, oh, they burned, you know, they made like a throw-off line, like, oh, they burned most of the copies after the war, where it's like, most or all? Yeah. There's a big difference, like, surely. But anyways, he's he's going west with this book. He's a survivor. He's a, um, he's, he can clearly take care of himself. You know, he, he there's several fight scenes where he's fighting these, like, marauders, these goons. Uh, he comes across this town with a bad guy played by Gary Oldman. He's like the mayor of the town. And at first he's like, hey, you know, he, he recognizes that Eli calls him. Eli got into some trouble at the bar and he like killed some people. And he's like, hey, man, let's team up. Like, you're you're a good fighter. Bye, bye, bye. You know, here's what I'm looking for. Here's what I need. And Eli's like, no, thanks, man. I'm just going to go out. Like, I'm on a mission. Yeah. I'm on a mission from God. Mm-hmm. That's a famous line from Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, so uh, Carnegie is not too happy about that, and Eli gets like there. Uh, there's this girl played by uh, Mila Kunis. I can't remember her name, like Salanda or something. Um, anyways, she comes up and she ends up. She's just like, "Get me out of this town," type of girl. Um, and so they go. There's. Uh, 
some shootouts that happen. Mm-hmm. Eli gets eventually gets shot in the stomach. His book is taken from him. Gary Oldman's taking it back. It's it's it has a lock on it, so uh-huh. he can't open it. He doesn't have the key, but uh, he gets like his engineer to open it. And the big reveal is spoiler: it's in Braille. So he has this Bible, the thing that he's looking for. Which, by the way, <laughs> this is one of my main issues with the movie. I th- I think it's a great movie. I'm gonna give it a high rating, but like. The, the whole point was he wanted a Bible so he could control the town better. And it's like, of all the things, I get it. You know, like, I get what the movie was going after. Like, like you know, people can use religion as a control. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think a Bible is going to help him in his... See, I took it more his, as... Um, like, in his endeavors. I took it more like... And... This is an example. I don't think it's specifically talking about this. All right, let's take communism, right? Like communist China. Um, there, are, there are places there. Like obviously, they're somewhat lax sometimes about it. Depends on who you are, I guess. But like if they find a copy of the Bible in your house, they burn it. And it like is gone. Yeah. Right. It's in the Middle East. That's the case in a lot of countries there. Um, and so they control the population by not allowing that information to be out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and especially, now, I mentioned China because I know like they have a state mandated religion, but they believe like if you just like take the Bible as it is, like that might lead to revolts because people don't want. They think some of the stuff in there contradicts what their government's doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a form of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you control what knowledge is provided to yeah. others. True. But like it's already been established most people can't read in this like mm-hmm. post apocalyptic timeline. So like again, I I felt like they were just like really just ham fisting a Bible into the storyline. Oh, I know yeah. what they were trying to do. I know what they were getting at. It's not a bad movie. I just feel like they could have used a million other things for him to take control of. Like he had control of the only clean water supply in town. Boom, you're the mayor. Like, mm-hmm. that's your control. Yeah. People need to drink. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, people need to drink water to live. So, like, him just, like, going... Like, he he had, like, dozen of his men killed. Like, he was going after this Bible when, quite frankly, he didn't even need it for the control. Like, he already so, had control so of here's his another family. here's another but, control angle here, okay? Let me say that you've got a copy, potentially the only copy, of a book that is a, I guess, theology book about a God that people have heard about, but they don't exactly know it. And like maybe they've just like, they revere it as an idea, but they, and now you come along, you're like, I've got the copy, y'all. Yeah, like I can tell you exactly what it says because I can read, and none of y'all can. Mm-hmm. And so then he can just doesn't matter what it says. Yeah, he can say it says manipulate it. the text. Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna do it because oh crap, that's in the Bible. Yeah, you know, an idea. I guess so. I, I wish maybe they would have explored that or fleshed it out a little more. But like, but anyways, I digress. While he's going back with the Braille Bible, uh-huh. Eli. 
and uh, Mila Kunis. <laughs> um, Denzel Washington and Mila Kunis. Uh, they end up finally making it to his destination, which is Alcatraz, mm-hmm. which is like off the west coast of San Francisco. It's like a, a prison island. Yeah. Um, and basically, there's a civilization there that is collecting pre-apocalypse art literature. Basically, everything that society would use to function and, you know, keeping historical text and whatnot. And, and they're, you know, they, they show up and, and the guy's like, they have guards and they're like, we got a, we got a King James Bible. And they're like, oh, open the doors. We haven't seen one in years, you know, blah, blah, mm. blah. And he doesn't have the Bible, but he recites it from memory because he's had this book with him and he's read it every night. Like it, before he goes to sleep, he reads it. And he's had it for like 30 years. Like he's been on his, his mission for like 30 years. And, uh, yeah, he ultimately, I guess, you know, definitely spoilers. He ultimately succumbs to his, his wound. You know, he gets shot in the stomach. Um, but not before translated all, but he translated, he translated the Bible. They, they had a copy, they made a copy. And, um, when the bad guy got back to town, he gave the Bible to his wife, who is a blind character, and she, I think she lied and was like, I can't read it. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot how to read Brett. Like, I used to read it as a kid, but I haven't read it in forever. Um, and then his bars in chaos, like his, his, his bar downstairs, like his saloons in chaos, most of his men are dead after trying to get, go after Eli, and his... His uh, he's got wounded leg. He's got a bullet wound, and things just don't look good for him. You you just accurately assume that he's he's probably not going to live much longer. Yeah, either through a mutiny or just an infection from his leg. See, I didn't even remember that his wife had uh, was blind. Yeah, because I remember like it kind of like he opens well, it and it's braille, uh-huh. and that's kind of the spool. Like that's the big twist at the end because mm-hmm. like he's got a kid, and then it's like. Boom. And it's like, it's all in Braille. Yeah. And I thought, and obviously it's been a few months since I've seen it, but I thought he was like, crap, what is this? Yeah. No, um, his wife was blind. He, you know, he washed her hair with like shampoo That's and stuff right. like that. That's she right. was, and she was like, oh, I smell it. Bah, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, that's the book of Eli. I, um, I like the movie. I've seen it. I saw it when it came out. Watched it recently again. I think it holds up. It's a good film. The The only thing I would say is, what we talked about earlier, I personally, just personally, feel like they just kind of ham-fisted the Bible into the story a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, he could have had a thousand other ways to control that town and run it. Mm-hmm. Like, but he just wanted to go that route. Fine. Whatever. I'm not, like, knocking the movie. I, I did enjoy the movie. Um, I do think on a second rewatch that... Eli being blind. I know, like, when you're blind, sometimes your other senses will heighten. Yeah. But, like, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like, he could see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. one of those things to yeah. where um, he wasn't out there Ray Charles today, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. he, he legit would drop punches and, like, you know, duck. And, like, it's it's like... Maybe you could have written it just a tad more realistic. And I know some people might just be like, well, you know, he was on this mission from God. Maybe, like, God was protecting him. And that's a great angle to come at. But, like, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, he would literally, 
he would walk through a town. He'd walk on the road. He wouldn't like he wouldn't ramble. Hit he wouldn't hit anything. He didn't have a cane. You know, I guess he, he did have a walking stick in some scenes. Yeah. But he didn't carry it with him like all the time. He just walked like a normal guy a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's walking really confident for a man that can't use his eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, other than that, that's just like a small little so thing. I'll say, like, as someone who knew he was blind going into the movie, never seen it, that was one of my biggest things. It was yeah. like, yeah, this dude's not even acting like... You want, if you're going to have a big reveal like that, you want people to go back and rewatch it and be like, ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It was there. It was there the whole time to miss it. And I didn't feel like mm-hmm. that was the case. Uh, did you ever notice in the movie that people kept checking Eli's hands? Yeah. That was for the shakes. Yeah. Do you, do you know why? Yeah. 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 Um, apparently there's like a disease if you eat people. It's like you're a cannibal. Yeah. If you eat their brains. You'll, yeah. You'll get like a neurological. It's called a. Kruchfeld Jacob mm-hmm. disease, which to me, I know that that's like, oh, cool, fun fact, or whatever. To me, that shows like how deep the writers went in like trying to build this world out. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, these people are cannibals and they eat this stuff. And yeah. Because they do, this is this is what happens to them. Like, I would have never thought that. Yeah. Just goes in the world building that they gave or they went into, mm-hmm. which I always think is cool. I agree. Yeah, I like the movie. I thought it was a good film. Um, well, if you like it so much, what would you rate it? I would give it, I'd give it a solid seven, just because like I've seen it multiple times. It's good. I liked it. Um, there's a couple of qualms I have with it, but overall, yeah, I think a solid seven. That's a fair ranking. Oh, sorry, we're recording this a little later than we normally do. I've had a really long day. Me too. Um, a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to rate it a 6.5. Okay. Um, would I watch it again? I mean, if someone had it on, I wouldn't be like, turn it off. It's not my favorite movie in the world. Like I said, if it had um, if it had, had those things like, oh man, now I see it. You know, like, oh, it's been a, right in front of me the whole time. Then I probably would have been a bit more like higher rated. But like you said, that second watch through just doesn't feel as good. Uh. Fan score, 6.9. Not bad. Nice. We're right in the middle. Yep, nice. Uh, And then the Metis critic score, a 53. That's fair. I believe that. Yeah, that's fair. I ain't got no problems with that. Uh, So that's The Book of Eli. Um, You can find that movie. Uh, It was on Hulu. It was on Hulu. Premium subscription. That's right. So uh, if you want to check out The Book of Eli, you can check that out on Hulu. But if you want to be a little bit crazier... Maybe a little cuckoo. Uh, you can go over to HBO Max and find the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Drew, you recommended me this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, how long ago was it that you watched this movie? Uh, I watched this movie last year during the pandemic. I think when we were like when school shut down and stuff like that. Probably sometime in the summer, I think. Okay. Had you seen it before? No. Okay, cool. cool. I knew it was like a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like you can Google, like, top 100 movies, and I think it's in there as one of them. Because if I remember, like, at the Oscars, it swept everything. It was, like, one of those few movies I got Best Director, Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. Like, like it literally got, yeah, like... It won five Best Screenplay. Sc- screenplay. Screenplay. Like, it won everything. It won the top 
awards. Yeah. Uh, best picture, best actor, best mm-hmm. actress, best director, best writing screenplay adapted yep. from other material. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I knew it was a classic movie. Like, from the get-go. I knew going in it was probably going to be great. Nominated for four others. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, last year was the first time I saw it. Okay. And I really liked it. But what did you think about it? So, I had never seen the movie until this week. Uh, I had the book. I got it in, like, high school or something. I think my dad had recommended it to me for something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was on a reading list in high school and I thought I was going to read and didn't. I don't remember. But I have it. And I never read it. Sad day. But with all that said, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Jack Nicholson did a phenomenal job playing the main character, McMurphy, R.P. Mm-hmm. McMurphy. And basically, uh, what happens is McMurphy is a criminal who has pled insane. Mm-hmm. And so they have sent him to an insane asylum where he has to serve his time until they let him go, basically. Yeah. Um, and so he gets to know the characters there, uh, gets to know all of the actually insane people, um, some of whom aren't as insane as you think. Uh, I, the interesting thing I saw was like the people there all have like different quirks, and some of those quirks aren't exactly what we call mental illness nowadays. Yeah. Like one of the dudes in there, it's he obviously he has some issues. But it's heavily implied that the reason he's there is because he has homosexual thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, that today probably wouldn't fly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the 60s. Yeah. Well, the 70s. Well, the book was written in the book, 60s. That, yeah, that's what I was, yeah. referring, I was referring to, the original material. Um, So, things like that. But what happens is he's pretty much trying to prove, like... He wants to get to the point where he can get out of there without paying for his crime. And so, hey, like, I'm crazy. I played insanity. I go to this hospital, and then I get released because I'm good now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what happens is he befriends these guys. He tries to help them out. Tries to, you know, just... Uh, he goes in there... Commits just, more felonies in the process. Yeah. He steals like, a boat. Steals a boat. <laughs> goes on a ride. All that stuff. Uh, but what are they going to do? We're insane, you know? He does all these things, and what you find is, yes, yes, he does do bad things. No doubt about that. Uh, but he also has opportunities and moments where he really impacts the lives of those guys that are mentally challenged and have some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can tell that they actually start to weigh on him, too. Like, he starts to care for these guys. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he cares about uh, one of them's love life. He cares that one of them's young. And he's like, why are you in here? Like, you need to be out there with the ladies, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he cares about um, people getting better. Uh, and in fact, uh, inevitably what happens is there's a guy who is deaf and dumb, which means can't hear, can't talk. And well... So you think. So you think. Yeah. He um he gets he tries to be nice to him, I guess. Or he just he tries to include him. Let me more say this very big Native American man. Very big Huge. Native American. Um he starts out by mocking him just mm-hmm. to see if he'll respond and he doesn't. And they're like, He's deaf and blind or deaf, deaf and dumb. And, dumb. Uh-huh. and like, oh, okay. But then he starts trying to get him to learn basketball. Try he tries to include him. Yeah. 
Um, and, and that's one of the big things is like, he just wants to include everyone. Um, now most of that's just to get his way. So they'll side with them. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it develops from there into more than that. Uh, but then finally at one point the, he, he's in a fight and that guy helps him out. And so they get brought to this little, basically like the principal's office. kind of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like hey, they're waiting outside on the bench. Yeah. Of. Except <laughs> they're about to go get their brain shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, he, he offers them some gum and he's like, Ooh, juicy fruit. And the guy's like, what? Wait a second. You talk? And he finds out this yeah. dude's been faking it the whole time, too. Mm-hmm. They're basically like two peas in a pod. Yeah. You know, like the same situation. Uh, and so they start developing a plan to escape. And I love that he didn't rat him out. Like, mm-hmm. he could have been like, this guy talks. Yeah. And he can hear us, like, all that stuff. And he doesn't. He plays it really cool. Oh, he knew. Yeah. And so he, um, they start planning their escape, have this whole thing worked out. They bring in girls. They pay off the guard that night um, to let them in through the window. Um, get it some drunk. Uh, gets everyone there drunk, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and too drunk. And as they're about to leave, the youngest boy there, he's probably like 19, he has a speech impediment from his nerves, mm-hmm. goes and uh, pretty much uh, Jack Nicholson's character, McMurphy, um he pretty much sets him up with one of these girls to get mm-hmm. laid. And so he does. And because of that, he isn't able to leave that night. And then later on, uh, in the morning when everyone gets in, the nurses and stuff, they throw a fit. Everyone's drunk everywhere. Obviously, problems are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they find that dude. Um, what's his name? Uh goodness i feel like a terrible person they find him though in the room with that girl um i want to say it's like billy or something i think so uh, she threatens to call his mom yeah because like the head clearly there's some issues parents. there yeah and um so they bring him to a side room and he like kills himself mm-hmm. and like Cuts his him and native american guy are literally like about to bounce like they're getting out of there and they, he stops. Like he goes and like figures out what's going on, and he stays. And it inevitably ends up him being punished with a shocking he can't handle, and he's just mentally gone. And so our Native American friend uh, smothers him and kills him. Well, they lobotomized him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he kills him, and then picks up this massive thing in the bathroom and throws it through the window and runs away escaping. Yeah. Now, okay. So you saw the movie. Yes. I am... I don't know how I feel about the fact that you just went through the whole movie and not a single time mentioned Nurse Ratchet. (sighs) (laughs) Because she is... She won the best actress. That was her. Like, she... she, Like, she is a pivotal part. So Nurse Ratchet. Now, here's the thing. She is like you, the bane of his existence. Yes. And you can Google Nurse Ratchet, and she's like in the top five or ten like best movie villains. So here's of all my time. problem. Here's my problem with that. I don't think that she intends to be a villain all the time. Yeah. And and that's why it was hard for me. Like, 
obviously I know that they are opposed to each other. Uh-huh. Uh, but you like you see her sometimes, like when he's trying to like get him to play basketball, she's watching from the window. Yeah. And then when they're all like, like she's talking with some of the scientists, or and they're like, dude's not insane. Yeah. Like they ain't just sending him over to the farm, like and work mm-hmm. in the prison. And she's like, I say we keep him. Like, I think I can make progress with him. <clears throat> now, obviously, her interactions with him personally aren't great. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was hard for me. I She was a villain. I'm not saying she wasn't. But it was a, It was just a interesting... I don't know how to really feel about her. So that's how I felt when I watched it in the sense that... okay. So the protagonist, the guy you're rooting for, is a bad guy. Like Jack yeah. Nicholson, to his core, he is a criminal. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get out of his sentence by pleading insan- insanity when he's clearly not insane. Like, he's not crazy. Yeah. Um, he's just a criminal. Now, he does have loving characteristics. He ends up, he does end up caring for his little, his little group yeah. that he's in the psych ward with. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, he is a bad guy. And you have Nurse, Nurse Ratchet, who I think a lot of more of her evilness is implied and not directly seen. Like, all of the men, when they do, like, their groups, they're a, they're terrified of her. Yes. Like, they won't oppose her. They'll do everything she says. And I think it's implied that she has done things in the past that make those men fear her. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of that in the movie necessarily. Like she's just a woman that's it looks like she's just trying to do her job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's just trying to mm-hmm. do her job and her interactions with Jack Nicholson's character with Murphy um they're not great, but normally he's the one antagonizing. Yes. So you you almost look at it like it's like okay, yes, this woman is a I'm using air quotes, a bad guy. But, like, she's also just... She's just trying to do her job at the mm-hmm. end of the day. But I think it's heavily implied that she has done things to those other men mm-hmm. that they are terrified of her. Like, they will not go against her. Well, I mean, we'll get the ending. Yeah. With Billy. And, like, how exactly. she 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 knew what to say to get him to... Like, I think... I legitimately think that she killed him. Mm-hmm. I know he killed himself... But I think she knew that he would react badly when he's like, I'm just going to have to call your mother and bring her down here and show her what you're doing. You've been drinking and being with girls, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I think she, I think that was intentional. So, subtle thing that happened at the end of the movie. Don't know if you caught it. You probably did. Uh, But I caught it. And it may have been just me overthinking it. So, if, if so, let me know. Billy is found with the girl, mm-hmm. comes out, and until Nurse Ratchet brings up his mom, mm-hmm. dude doesn't stutter once. Yeah. It's like, I found my confidence uh-huh. and I'm good. And the moment she brings that up, it's like, I know what... He to, went to his bad I know exactly again. what to do to keep you right where I want mm-hmm. you. And so... Like I said, I don't know if that was like super intentional. Like I think it is. I think it very much is. But I, I noticed it. I was like, oh, he ain't stuttering at all with these words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, classic line, juicy fruit. <laughs> um, 
But other than that, the the other thing I really wanted to mention, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I did not realize that Love was him. Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's a, he's a lot younger, obviously. He's obviously, you know? yeah. Way um, he was so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. He was so good, and this movie has a great cast too. Like if you look at the cast, I mean, it is it is great. There's some heavy hitters in there. Um, and what was I gonna say? Oh, they actually, so they actually did film a lot of the movie in an actual psych ward. Mm-hmm. Like they, that wasn't like a Hollywood set. Like they actually did a lot of the film in a ward, and they interacted with real patients to, like, like there was some really top notch acting in that movie. Mm-hmm. Some people think think, oh, it's easy to act crazy on camera. No, no. it's not really. Like it's something that you really got to study. If you wanted to make it feel yes. real, mm-hmm. it's not. I thought that, and, and this is the toughest part about a movie like this, doing respect to it. Yeah. Because like, if it's just let's make fun of mentally challenged people, then the movie sucks. And it's mm-hmm. like, why did this even get approved? But they showed them in a light that wasn't negative. Mm-hmm. In fact, they put the nurses in the negative light. Yeah. Uh, and... Part of me, I know this wasn't the full point of the movie, but I think part of the movie was like an indictment on the um, mental institution system at the time. Yeah. Uh, probably was. Probably so. Which, I mean, back in the 60s, it wasn't great. I mean, I, I mean, like, I was like, ah, we're just like, going to do this. I mean, we don't even technically, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even argue that we have great mental health systems now. Absolutely. I guess not. it's probably, it's probably miles better than what it was, but still not that great. Yeah. But so, what do you think of the movie? Like, uh, what what would you rank the movie? I'm gonna rank it a seven. And hear me out. This is why. Um, I know the fan score is higher, a uh, good bit higher. Mm-hmm. It's a seven for me because would I watch it again? Sure. Uh, was it something that had me drawn in the whole time? No. Uh, that's not to say it wasn't a good movie. It was a good movie, but I wasn't like on the edge of my seat, like, oh my goodness, the whole time. It was just like, okay, this is good. Yeah. And so had to stick it to a seven. Okay. I, um, I really thought about it. I actually thought a lot about this, what I would rank it. My first initial thought was a nine because I really did enjoy the film. I think I'm going to give it an 8.5 and that's like, that's not to knock it. Um, it's just, I, it's a great film. I can't really find any flaws with it. It's, um, it's definitely gotta be your type of movie. It's definitely my type of movie for sure. But I'm saying like, if you want to enjoy um, it, it's gotta be your type. Yeah. Like if this is not your style of movie, like you're going to be bored. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Like it was right up there for me. Yeah. I, um, I think that's fair. It's pretty, I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Well, 8.5. Fan score, 8.7. Okay, yeah. So you're right there. Metacritic, 84. Yeah. So pretty much they all agree with you this time. Mm-hmm. Not so much with me. But I'm sure our fans here do. And so if you want to check out uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, you can find that on HBO Max. So go check that out, and you can uh, let us know in the comments if you agree with me or Drew more. Uh, but Drew, we've reached that part of the show, a show where we talk about next week's movies. Yes. And Drew, 
you said you were really excited about what I was going to have to watch. So what am I going to have to watch? All right. Um, this movie uh, came out in 2019. So it's a fairly recent movie. And it stars two actors I really admire. Uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. And the movie is called The Highwayman. And it's these these two retired law law officers from Texas. It's based on a true story of their trying to uh, catch Bonnie Parker and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. So it's really good. Where can I watch that? It's a Netflix movie. Netflix. So I'm going to be watching The Highwaymen on Netflix. I hope you can join me. Drewbert, your movie. And this is one that all I have to say is four words, and you're going to know the exact movie. Kill Bill Volume 2. Got it. Nope. Oh. Here's, here it is. Oh, Captain, My Captain. Oh, okay. Good. Dead, Dead Poet Society. Society. You know, uh, today was the seventh anniversary of Robin Williams' suicide. I mean, why do you think I recommended it? That's not true. I just found that out when you said it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Dang. like, that's crazy. That's is crazy. Mm-hmm. Depression doesn't always have a frown, boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, so if you're dealing with it, don't be afraid to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. Don't Absolutely. want anything to happen. Um, but you're going to be watching Dead Poets Society. It is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, so check that out. Uh, I know you've probably seen it before. I have too. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to check that out with us, we'd love to have you. Maybe you want to check out uh, some of the movies we watched this past week. Um, you can find those on HBO Max uh, if you're watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Next. And Hulu. And Hulu if you're wanting to watch Book of Eli. Book of Eli. My mind is everywhere right now. It's like, uh, y'all have a great rest of your weekend. We hope that you enjoy um, August as it gets to that midpoint. It's really hot here in Mississippi. Hope it's cooling down where you are because we need it to cool down here very soon. Uh, But y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you next time.